Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It is That's What She Said. Thank you to Sportsbet. Georgie Parker here. Joins with me, unfortunately, is a big fat loser, Ashley Nelson, and another winner, Bob Favieri. Hello. Two from three happy faces today. Who mm. win this thing? <laughs> Just going to play this. You didn't, you didn't think you'd have to play that so early, did you? <laughs> this is how I felt for the past, how long has it been? that I've been hearing non-stop Collingwood supporters just paying out on us Eagles supporters. I felt as though I was quite well behaved. I mean, I was working on that night, so obviously I wasn't really going to be getting into it. But, like, we're not that bad, are we? Uh, no, you're pretty insufferable. I mean, we're pretty bogan. <laughs> I com- completely understand that. But I couldn't go and spend the next couple of hours after the game at the pub with a whole bunch of friends. And the amount of times I heard, yeah, but we won in 2018 or, yeah, but the umpires, how much did Eddie pay them? Like, it was, there was none of this, uh, it was a good game. Sure, I might bring up that block on Dom Shee two years later, but you guys can't do that on that throw from Crispy. Like, it's just not fair. I actually hate myself because I was so close to the Collingwood um, sort of, what do you call race. it? You know, race. race. In my mind, I was about to say runway, but race. Runway and, um, yeah, exactly. Oh and I got um, some really good footage of the, the Collingwood players like clapping their fans and walking off. And I thought, well, you know what? Because I'm part of news, I have to be sort of pretty um objective and i posted it and then all of a sudden i started getting all these likes from collingwood supporters about you know how good they played and comments and i went oh, i feel as though i've posted something to actually indicate my support for collingwood <laughs> <laughs> and now i've got some gal. collingwood supporters look anyway. it was a good game though wasn't it it was like, a great game it's a brilliant a game and- i really enjoyed it Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, the entire finals weekend was the best footy we've seen all year. And I mean, that should be the case, but it's not always the case, is it? But so many close games. Um, I mean, your game just before at Bubsy was a close one. We've got three points. Ours was one. Um, the Lions game wasn't too, um, was pretty close as well. So it's just a good weekend of footy. Um, I loved it. Don't you think? Yeah, do you think that that like all the bulldog supporters are like seeing our you know outs list now and going, oh come on, now you're not <laughs> even going to field a team. So you've beaten <laughs> us, you kicked us out of this bloody finals, and now you can't even feel all your best players are going. <laughs> one's oh, no. everything off. Once one's going to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Another one's not going to make you know it. You know what? It's, it is sad though because like Paddy Ryder had such a good game, and then for Aww. him to injure himself in the last couple of um, minutes and not to be able to play the game out nor go forward. I mean, I don't know whether or not St Kilda is going to be good enough to sort of make it all the way through. I think that that could have potentially been their <laughs> yeah. final, but <laughs> nonetheless, they made it, and it would have been nice for him to be able to actually give it um, a shot. But I just was watching that. And I thought every St Kilda supporter right now would just be like, here we go. It looks <laughs> as though Western Bulldogs are going to come through in the yes. last couple of minutes and get over the top of St Kilda. So, I mean, I'm just proud that St Kilda finally managed um, a win for their fans. Yeah, because I was like, oh, no, oh, oh no. <laughs> and then I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> 
Yeah, you finish the game as a, a supporter like that when your team consistently lets you down. You yeah. finish the game like something bad's still going to happen. We're going to get disqualified for having an extra player on the field. So yeah, something is always going to happen, but it didn't. Um, I turned it on. I turned it on, and I was like holding my breath until I saw Patty, and then I was like, "Oh my god, he's yes, he's smiling," sort of thing. And then then he's crying. And then he's crying because he's in pain. But what would you rather? Would you rather tear your hamstring off the bone like he has or go through the week thinking, oh, I'm, I'm touch and go here? Like because he's out definitely. He needs an operation. What would you rather? Like I would, I would think having an operation, knowing that I'm out is like clear-cut, decisive. I would hate for him to go back, get scans, and they'd be like, oh, we could probably make it get you in or something like that just to, you know, tide you over sort of one of those injectionable ones. Yeah, that's a toughie. I mean, because what I think is really hard is on the player is when they've got to make their decision of if they're right or not. That's right. Yeah, I remember having to do that before Commonwealth Games. I had a really bad knee. And two days before the final cutoff of can you play or not, like we had to put our teams in, my coach said, can you play? And I was so stressed. I'm like, I've got to play well because I've said, yes, I can play, knowing that me at 70 80% was better than the replacement. But then I was stressed. I'm like, oh, my God, what if I play badly? Then it's all on me. And they're never going to trust you again. It's a really hard position as an athlete. Um, and I was actually talking about this with one of the Collingwood players during the week because he had to make the call. And um, I said, it shows you're a bigger player if you say no. I'm not. It shows you actually do put the team up. Even if you probably could have, you've got to err on the side if you can't. Um, that's my I've, opinion anyway. I've, I've seen some miraculous hamstring recoveries though. Like oh, I've <laughs> seen people come out of the semi final, like, oh, I've done my hammy, and then all of a sudden they play a full final. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> what have they really done? that bad to begin with. But no, sometimes it can come from your back. So I reckon the hamstring is funny because it can be, it, it can feel like you've torn it, but really it's like referred pain. So a knee is a definite, you know, ouch sort of oh, stability yeah. thing. I mean, it's a, it's a big call regardless. I mean, last year, who was it from? Um, GWS last year, um, Coniglio had to pull himself out of the grand final last year. Um, as a yeah, massive. Didn't have to worry about it this year. The coach should have for Ooh. him. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ouch! Slash they up. So look, it's, that, that's mm. the Richmond curse, though. So you play against Richmond and get flogged in a final. You just don't play for another four years in finals. Like I, I feel, I also feel for Jake um, Carlisle because. I just saw him on the news. He's like, oh, it's, it's been an emotional day. I had to leave the boys. And I'm like, and you're going to see the birth of your child? Child. Like, which yeah, emotions I mean, do you put before? Yeah, and you know what? With that, I reckon that... Um, I'd play. Third uh, yeah, child, I, I'd play. Well, you personally couldn't, but... You know, but... I reckon that there's no right or wrong answer with that. I reckon that whatever you choose, it actually is so personal. Um, yeah. Some people would go, yeah, I want to be there. Other people go, ah, I will be there after. And it depends on the wife. I genuinely think that no one can say you should have played or you shouldn't have played. Because I think damned if you do, damned if you don't if you're in that situation. And maybe so maybe he's, he's giving a, a, a thumbs up for next year. Like he's like, no, 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 we'll be there next year. So I'll have my, ten- my chance again. Yeah, we'll they, only be they better. Do, they really essentially plan their baby to be outside of footy season anyway. Like a mm, lot outside uh, of footy season. Yeah, true. <laughs> really, my man, not that great, but if I take nine. 
Well, we had this discussion, remember, the other day with Richie Port, you know, opting to go and cycle Tour de France rather than be there for the birth of his child. So I think it is up to the individual. But I was kind of laughing because I thought, yeah, typically by the third one, perhaps he actually would have stayed by then. You know, I'm the third child. I just felt really lucky that my dad rocked up. <laughs> I don't even have photos of my birth. Like, do, do we exist as babies, or we just come out of these people? Are we all? Are we all third third children? Yeah, number three, baby. Um, we're all threes. That's amazing. <laughs> as she holds up four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I'm actually. That that was three fingers for me. <laughs> What's number dyslexic? Because that's what you are. <laughs> because that uh, that was me trying to be Brad Pitt in um <laughs> yeah anyway uh, in glorious in the, bastards. That's what G- Germans do. That's Germans, yeah. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, I better do that for you. And then I ended up just doing four. Yep. Why don't they hold it that way, don't the other? I do that because I'm the basketball referee. Three. Well, you I don't. Do you do that. Two fingers and a thumb. <laughs> that's four. Um, that's Frankie four anyway, fingers. Anyway, we are we are a visual um an audio. <laughs> mainly platform and we're talking about this <laughs> that we can see um for our listeners yes, me, sorry. um now we usually start off with a psa and i do have a psa this week um ash last week gave a psa of some kind of food what was it yep it was a good <laughs> one can't and... remember <laughs> yeah, i one. can't remember um, but I've got a PSA this week, public service announcement. Everyone, go and watch My Octopus Teacher. It's this brilliant documentary on um, Netflix. And I've never been so invested in a in an octopus in my life or in an animal. I like with riding this emotional journey of this, uh, this octopus's... Octopuses? Octopi? Octopi. Octopus's <laughs> life. Um, and you guys can all need to go and watch it. No, see, I have a problem with this because I haven't gone and watched it because it breaks Rule 101 of movie watching for me. Never watch a movie with an animal's name in it because it means they're going to die. Never watch a movie where an animal does die. So really it's kind of like a, a dual kind of rule. But this is a do- well, would you watch any David Attenborough's documentaries? No. Um, when I know that those whales are going to attack that seal, I turn it off. Yeah, like last night I was watching the penguin and the mother left the little baby behind and I just thought, no, no, I will not watch this. There is so much sadness in life. I do not need to watch these innocent animals when they could have stopped it. They could have prevented it. I know that they're not meant to interfere, but it just breaks my heart. And I was actually talking to my friend about this octopus's, what is it called? Octopus's My octopus teacher. Oh, teacher. <laughs> That's the song. Um, my was teacher. And um, she actually let her five-year-old watch it because it was G-rated. Anyway, they sat down and watched it and it was going along really, really well. And then all of a sudden, not to, you know, bear the bad news, but the octopus dies because, as it turns out, you're probably going to give the fun fact away later, Parker. No, 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 no. We don't. PSA or fun fact with one or the other. Okay, well, octopuses only have, like, a year lifespan. Well, you've given the fun fact away. But that's what I was going to, but then (laughs) you said I could. Anyway, so this octopus dies um, and this five-year-old bursts into tears because that family is not going to have a mum anymore. I mean, how sad is that? So, you know, she was like bad parenting 
because she let her child watch this documentary that inevitably upset him. They never have a mum. Well, they They do because they do because they give birth to it. Yeah, but then they they die before they have. I know. Isn't that tragic? Why would you put yourself through that? They've given or. Exactly. That's why I can't have children because the moment I have children, my life ends. Yes. Don't have kids. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> After the day I know, I, I've heard it is good. I just I don't know if I'll be tuning in because it just sounds really sad. Well, anyway, there's our PSA for you. I suggest you watch it. Um so I I'd disagree. be taking mine. You haven't watched it, so I'd be taking mine over you. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. Um, but we yes. had there was soccer or football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, depending where you're from, yes. um, over the weekend, <laughs> and there was some massive victories. Yes. So, like any any avid. Man United fan. I, I I was already up because I was working. Um, Who do I go for again? Uh, uh, Ma- Ma- Manchester City. I, I can't remember. Am I going for Liverpool? Did I jump on their bandwagon? No, I thought you went light blue. I thought Parker's okay. got three teams. She does that with most <laughs> yeah, codes. She does that. We've been through this. Thank you. Far out. At least one of my teams are still in the finals, loser. Do you know, know, fun fact, Adelaide Crows officially were admitted into the AFL today? Who was? Adelaide Crows. One of your three teams, Parker. But, you know, we digress because we're talking about soccer slash football now. Yes, please. (laughs) We digress. So as a Man United supporter, I, um, I, you know, I get up, I, I turn on the TV and unfortunately this morning I had to do some dry, am I a robot? No, you're just funny. As a Man United supporter, I get up. Do you not get up if you weren't a Man United supporter? Well, to watch Man United. Nobody else gets okay. up to watch Man United unless you're a Man, Man United. United. Man United couldn't even get up for the game themselves. That's right. No, they were sleeping. But... This is this is my predicament, right? So I know that whilst I'm watching, because I, I had to miss a bit because I'm driving to work. So I turn it back on once I've, you know, started my job and I thought I could get a sneaky watch in. Um, and it's it's six six one at this stage. And I the first thing I thought is, oh my lord, I am gonna cop it from Liverpool supporters. That's the first thing I thought. I thought, oh, my gosh, my life is over. It will, the banter, everyone's just going to cut. First of all, Tottenham supporters, there's two of them in, in the Australia Post that would love to just hammer me. But when it came down to it, like I started watching the Liverpool match just because I was so down and out, and I turned it on with what, five minutes in and it was already 1-0. And then I was talking to someone else about how poorly Man United's um, we're playing uh, and he was upset and we were both upset and then I looked at it again it was 2-0 and I'm like what is going on and and Liverpool end up losing 7-2 <laughs> so Man United lose by you know I'm not going to even reference the scoreline but 
six the one. Main thing, <laughs> the main thing is that Liverpool, after they would have been taking the piss out of Man United, they copped it too. And the funniest thing was the commentators were all about, oh, Liverpool, when the coach and in the training sessions, Liverpool this and Liverpool that, they would never let this happen. And then... Man, commentators curse, right? That's that's karma right then and there. Like, <laughs> if you believe in karma, that just up, just woo, that would have hit you for six as a Liverpool supporter. Because you, you take the piss and then you'd be like, oh, nah, I better not. Sometimes you're like, oh, I better stop with the banter because I can't back it up. But Liverpool are like, nah, man, we're so good. We're so good. We'll be all right. Well, I don't get how it could have happened with Liverpool. That's the only thing. I mean, they're last year's winners they hadn't lost and didn't even look like they were even close to really losing over the last couple of weeks and then to go from that to actually losing by so much I just don't understand how that actually happens well it's a bit it's a bit distressing like I only know what it feels like because I've copped a 10 nil drubbing sometimes there is literally <laughs> there is literally nothing that you can do like you can't do anything right. So you, you try and put a tackle in and it deflects and goes top corner. Like as a, as a footballer, sometimes there's just this really weird feeling of we're in the shit here and we're yeah, not going to come out of it. Every bit of luck goes one way and every bit of luck goes the other way. In, in, in everything, whether it's how the ball drops, how the ball bounces, hitting posts, and going in as opposed to hitting posts going out, umpires' decisions are certain things and certain matches where you can pinpoint everything going one way and ones that everything goes the oh, other way, right? All I can say is at least Man United were winning for at least a couple of minutes. <laughs> they they, <laughs> they were on your love. But then they were also playing with 10 men because one of the players had gotten sent off. That was a load of shit, by the way because uh, the other player instigated it and then there's no VAR for that, like go figure. But anyway, so at least there were some silver linings for Man United supporters. And I what? felt so much better when they lost. Like yeah. I just thought, oh, that's I okay now. <laughs> I got up to write the news this morning and I got to the, the Premier League scores because inevitably there's always an English person that rings up complaining if I don't give the, the, the soccer scores. And um, I had to go back and double check because I thought maybe these are old results or I've got them wrong or this is like the second tier. I wasn't even sure if there was like a second kind of tier of the same sort of sides, but it just seemed so wrong that it didn't even look like a soccer result. I'd like have, like, you know, a 6-1 and a 7-2 or whatever it was. I was just kind of went like, surely. We've got the French Open scores mixed up. Yeah, exactly. It's French <laughs> Open or I don't know. It just it was it was a bizarre morning of uh, Premier, oh, sorry, um, uh, English Premier League scores. Yeah, I just, it was so funny though because it didn't, it didn't matter what Liverpool did. And I've got like this fantasy football league team. And I have two Liverpool defenders in in my squad just because they're so good usually. And they were minus points, like minus one and minus two. That's how bad they were. Yeah, you don't want to be minus. Now, Sam Quick, she's one of um, the GB hockey players, uh, gold medalist in Rio, and, and she's a massive Liverpool fan. She loves it. Um, and she's tweeted this. She said, okay, three reasons to be positive. 
And I don't really understand this first reference, so I need you to help me. One, it wasn't versus Everton. Yeah. <laughs> Everton it's, really uh, it's a, that's a derby. Oh, okay. Two, we've managed to skillfully avoid being tweeted gifts of Klopp counting to six and also the I would eight to as in letter number eight. And oh, yeah. and two, I would eight yeah. to be a Liverpool fan right now. And three, Thiago Alcantara. Is he a very good player? Yes. Yeah, so that's another reason to be positive. But did he play well still? Um, I wouldn't. Did he? He's still to come, I think, or something like that. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know who he is. But I just like the 8-2 joke. But I like... um. That's a Bayern Munich joke because Bayern won 8-2 in, in, in one of their games and then that, that continued on forever. Um, but I, I really um, understood exactly what you're saying when you're saying that that made you feel better because Collingwood could lose by 10 goals this weekend and I'm fine with it because Eagles are not playing in the final. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah, still... fair enough. Fair um, enough. Hey, um, but remember, least... remember we won in 2018? <laughs> yeah, you did. We won in 2010, though. It's got no relevance. I was saying this. I'm like, yeah, when the Crows won in 98, they're bottom of the ladder. It actually doesn't matter this year. Hey, but I think you need I... to hold on to that because you need hope. After what the year has given you with Adelaide Crows, I'd be holding on to winning... all those wins. <laughs> now we finished with winning form. It's our first wooden spoon. You've had more wooden, wooden spoons. Um, what was I going to say? I don't what know. You're oh, talking rubbish. Either. That's all I know. I think, I think you were going to absolute close. rubbish. And I what? Yeah. Well, right. Unfortunately, it's your favourite segment, Ash. What is it? Halftime. Well, it, it's halftime um, with Nelson, or the half Nelson, as it actually should be called. Um, but because I didn't get a run sheet, I don't know if you want to run with my toy Hall of Fame or Karma. <laughs> Because of Mason Cox. I mean, you can make the executive decision right here. Um, One's got sporting reference. Well, one... Actually, one, I was going to, well, because the reason why I don't have the toys is because you added, you sent that to me about 12 minutes before I sent you the link to our video. Right. Okay. Well, so I'm going to go with go Mason with Karma, Cox. And I was actually going to do a whole segment on toys later. Great. Okay. Let's go with <laughs> Karma because I feel as though Bubs actually did a great intro into Karma with her her story um, just previously about the soccer slash football. Now, over recent weeks, I have to admit that I have not been a very nice person when speaking about the big man from Texas, plays for Collingwood, none other than Mason Cox. I, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast or if I've just said it in general, but he's not my favourite player. I often laugh when he goes near the ball because I just think that it is going to be an easy turnover and I am always dumbfounded about how he continues to get a game. Probably a nice guy, but I just kind of went, I don't think that he can play football. And next, minute, like- <laughs> <laughs> next minute, it gets to the game the other night and who should score three goals in the opening quarter and really set Collingwood Magpies up for the win? Mason mm-hmm. Cox. 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 Now, I would like to point out a couple of reasons why he gets picked. One, well, he's 211 centimetres. That's a great yeah. reason in a sport. Um, if you can catch the ball. Tall. But he can. He's a basketballer. He can catch well, the ball. Um, not from what I have seen. No, no that's because <laughs> of the delivery Unless... in. Because I would just like to say this. Mason Cox, last 
three finals. So in the big games where it actually matters, because you might have beaten us in round eight, but it actually doesn't matter because you didn't beat us in the final where it matters. So I'd just like to point this out. We did. Prelim against the Tigers. <laughs> prelim against the Tigers, three goals, eight contested marks. All right. The grand final, two goals, three contested marks. Elimination final just gone, three goals, four contested marks. That's eight goals and 15 contested marks in a man who's only played 68 games of AFL footy. See, this is like why I don't tell out. you what I'm going to do because it gives you time to plan. No, and... I already knew that. I already knew that because I follow people who put stats out. Right, okay. Either way, <laughs> he might play well in finals, but throughout the regular season, he's just, I don't feel that he often delivers. And this is just coming from someone that watches like as an opposition. Not, he is in and out, but it depends on how the midfielders deliver him the ball. Anyway, well done, Mason Cox, for continuing to get a game despite my personal opinion. Now, we all have opinions on players. That was just my personal opinion of Mason Cox. And he did. He played bloody well on Saturday night. I'm going to give I'd it like to, to him. I'd like to say that he's marked the ball more times than Nick Natanui. Just saying. Yeah, but they play different positions too. Um, they're still massive. He he got Nick Natanui no, took a very good contested mark the other night. He doesn't take a lot of marks, but I don't feel as though Nick Natanui is in a position as often as Mason Cox because Mason as Cox plays forward. forward. He, he got this one as an all Australian forward, and but he he's not. And we all know we years. all know that they don't pick based on positions. So Nananui could have spent the whole time in the rug and been picked as an All-Australian forward. But we digress. My question at halftime. <laughs> You've ra- you rattled me up. I, just, yeah, I, I, need, I need some popcorn for this bloody thing. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are just. Um, you're about as pumped up as what Mason Cox was on Saturday night. He was giving himself a lot of self-talk. Um, oh, when part. has karma come back and bit you on the bum? Because karma came back to me. I feel personally responsible for West Coast Eagles' loss because Mason Cox somehow got hold of my inner thoughts and he went, mm-hmm. I'm going to prove her wrong. And um, well, sorry, we West Coast my, Eagles. My karma, my karma from recent recent weeks here, um, I generally only receive good karma because I think good things happen to good people. I get really good car parking spots. I've got a boomerang wallet and phone. Everything always gets returned to me when I lose it. Um, People go out of their way to help me. Good karma because good things happen to good people. However, the one time I did receive some poor karma was when I literally the week prior said some mean old person jokes to bubs. And, I mean, it's not – my fault I said them because it is, you know. It's well, true. It's your you know, <laughs> <laughs> we all have choices. <laughs> but then the following week I got a, literally an old person injury. I walked and popped my back out and I still haven't been able to exercise in four weeks' time. So that's my karma. That's the only poor karma I've ever had. Everything else, good things happen, I think. So uh, should we go on about the good pe- good karma that I received? Well, I don't know. You lived you lived in a household where your utensils, um, your knives and forks were stored in the second drawer down. I yes, feel as though you must have done something really wrong in your childhood no, to live in a household that, where that no. kind of abuse would happen. I mean, who honestly stores well, their no, cutlery but, second drawer down? 
Yeah, I asked mum and mum said it's because she didn't want us to be able to go near the sharp knives. So she put them up one and she wanted us to be able to reach the other one. But in saying that, I'm well aware, Ash, that this is wrong. And I don't live by this today. <laughs> However, we have proven to you that Grandy is wrong, yet you continue to use it. This is the difference. I've evolved and grown up and gone away from these wrong behaviours. You continue to use these. But I'm still getting support on Twitter. The last two tweets that I have received have been about Grandy tweets and it is a common word that is being used and still put out there. All right. Until it gets... (laughs) The polls polls are wrong. wrong. You got 6% out of over 6,000 votes. Doesn't mean I'm wrong altogether. Great things have happened to those who are stuck by their beliefs. Anyway, well, I should put my... Um, cutlery back in the second drawer. Um, Bubs, I'm sorry, we're just hijacking this. I think you're out and about too much. Uh, you know, you're, you're living out, living lives and going in the sun and the beach and doing all these things. You must have some some sort of anger issues that you're taking out on each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am sorry about that. I'm taking out weeks of um anger out on you i apologize because <laughs> of your previous loss and now you're just is that what my you mean previous loss no 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 just uh i don't know but i'm just apologizing that grandy <laughs> really got the grandy got you riled up i understand well, did you see so, did you see somebody said grandy granny palmy palmer we all just can can agree that it's not palmo and so there was a picture of a pub who wrote palmo no yeah yeah we can agree that it's not palmo no, we, we can, can all agree, agree on that. We can all yeah. agree on that. Well, hey, Bubs, what's your karma, though? Well, my karma is, you know that old let's push uh, the coach in the pool and mm. then coach, phone on you. coach has the phone in the pocket yeah, and then yep. you have to buy yep. a new phone. <laughs> for yeah. <him>. That... <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know what? Mobile phones has really taken all the banter out of poolside activities. I know. That's what I always thought. I thought, who has their phone in their pocket anyway near the pool? Like, I swear I thought he's got his boardies on, like he's going to get in the pool anyway. So I thought. In his Velcro pocket. Yeah. I thought, yeah, it was in his Velcro pocket. That's exactly what he, <laughs> what, what it was. And, and like, it wasn't an iPhone or anything, so I was kind of lucky because I was a poor. I'm a poor, you know, female athlete. It was a Nokia, but um, <laughs> yeah, still, it was no. It was one of those razors. That's it. It was a razor. Those slim a razor flip. Yeah, yeah. the flip one. Motorola razor. The not one. It, not the Nokia because that would you could sink a ship and it would still um, be alive, but. The razor, yeah, and and then I had to pay for it, and no one would chip in. I'm like, you were all egging me on. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pushed me in the pool, and I had my phone, and I got a new one, and that was fun because I actually needed a new one too. So good karma. Oh, push me. Things happen to good people. I actually remember with this whole, you know, like pushing your coach in the pool. We had a physio one time, and uh, she would made us do ice baths, obviously right throughout the tournament. Not that she had actually made us, it was just protocol, but, you know, we blamed it on her. And we thought, well, at our grand final, sweet revenge, we'll grab her by the arms and the legs and then we'll pour the container of ice over her. So (laughs) the girls grabbed her and they're holding her. One had the arms, one had the legs and, like, basically carrying her out onto the field. This was in Adelaide, Fiona Chromiak. Anyway, the girls tipped the Gatorade 
big tub and, let it and the girl that was holding the arms didn't want to get wet so she let go <laughs> and dropped the physio on her head basically and really hurt her and I thought what a dog act you set her up to get ice all over then you drop her on her head I mean just as well she was a physio so she could fix herself but you know, that's when karma hasn't really come back and um, helped her at all. You know, she got a double whammy of us blaming her for ice baths, got ice bathed and got dropped on her head. She must have done something wrong. Did uh, whoever drop her get anything in karma? No, I don't know. I have to check in now if she's still around. I'm not sure you get it now for that. Yeah, still a pretty bad move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm definitely going to hell. But Aren't we all? Yeah. We've got our uh, one week. You get a free phone, but you go to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I've got all the I've got all the good karma coming towards me because I'm trying to make up for all the shit I've said <laughs> over the years. Well, yeah. Well, Georgie Parker things. doesn't have enough time in her life to make up for that. <laughs> I'll be at I'll I'm be going at down with you. Happened? I'll be at Heaven's Gates going. It was just banter. It was just banter. I didn't mean it. I mean, it was just because it's true. It doesn't mean I can't say it. <laughs> I was trying to help them and give them criticism, constructive criticism. And we all laugh yeah, and point. You're going to hell for your comments about women in change rooms. We can all agree on that. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Spent my whole career apologising to her. Okay, as Jermaine uh, has alluded to earlier now, we were going to do maybe a half Nelson on this but she sent it to me five minutes before we are going to start. So she's actually sent us, you know how we love a list here on That's What She Said. There's actually the 2020 National Toy Hall of Fame finalist, isn't there, Ash? Yes, yes, Parker, there is. There's a list which um, gets actually narrowed down to three. So three make it into the National, the International Hall of Fame, Toy Hall of Fame. Um, and I was working my way through it and trying to really decide as to what three that I would put forward. But then I got a bit carried away and started to make my own list of toys that I think should be on the list. Well, could you go through the ones that are on there and then we can do that and then you've get, you've come with a list of ten and that's just not allowed. Why why isn't that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> that is not allowed. You have to you have to tell us the list. Tell us the names of the on the list already. Um, okay. I'm just waiting for it to right. Now, some of these are American, okay? So I don't actually know all of them. One of them is Baby Nancy, which is a toy that reflects black pride. Um, so I think that that might have been quite American from the looks of it. Um, bingo. We all know Bingo. Um, ho Brayer Horses. Now, I don't know those ones either. I think that they're sort of collector items for horsey people. Jenga. Light Bright. Masters of the Universe Toys, My Little Pony, which like My Little Pony, Risk, that's that game that you take over countries, um, Sidewalk Chalk by Crayola, 
Sorry, which is a board game. Tamagotchi. I don't think we need any other explanation for Tamagotchis. Yahtzee rounds out the list. So out of all of those, you have to pick three that make it through to the Toy Hall of Fame. Sure. Now, I think it's quite an obvious choice, but that's only because... um, some of these I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you'd think that Yahtzee would be making it. Yes, I mean that's a clear Yahtzee. that's a clear in. Bingo. Especially if you're a lucky person. Bingo, well, like me. Bingo. Oh, but like, do we really? No, do we really like the no, genuine bingo. But we. No, I think bingo in in general in the scheme of life. How like you would say bingo, bingo. It has changed a lot of a lot of society. <laughs> That's a big cool. So because There's of your like, bingo in real life, it deserves to be in the Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah, it, like hello, how many people go and play bingo with, with their, you know, all the oldies play bingo? We played it at school at lunchtime and if you do it, you want a toy. It's a, it's a bloody good game, guys. Uh, see, I wouldn't be putting bingo so? in there. Braya horses or, or nah, nah, no braya horses. No. Jenga, Jenga. Yeah, but you've got a little three. pony. No. First of all, what is, is Barbie? Are, are, are certain things already in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Well, they I must think. be surely. Sure, because there's no monopoly. There's no monopoly. There's no battleship. There's no Uno. Well, like this is the. 2020 induction though it's like getting inducted to um oh, the yeah. hall of fame for a sporting thing okay yeah so, yeah yeah i mean sidewalk chalk has been getting a good run this year in 2020 a lot of people are doing that to communicate especially during isolation writing cute notes and things like that on the pathways yeah guilty um chalk would be in there for for me but now i'm running out of space Mm-hmm. Um, actually, chalk would be fourth because taking third place for me is the great Tamagotchi, which I can't believe hasn't no, made it onto died. the list previously. I'm sorry, I I don't agree with that. I mean, I had one, and this is when good karma didn't come my way. I was on a swing; it fell out of my pocket, couldn't find it, and never found it again in my park in the park in Walkerville. So, if anyone sees a red Tamagotchi mm-hmm. in the in the, <laughs> in the uh, playground by the walkable oval there in Adelaide. That is mine, and you can return it to me at Sportsbet. That would be great. Um, Hopefully, no, one's, no one's returning it to the poo. poo. <laughs> it was probably still there's animals there dead. <laughs> feed me, feed me. <laughs> it's only been twenty two years. <laughs> they had a they had a Tamagotchi pound. So it went to the Tamagotchi pound. Or... Yeah, well, yeah, I hope somebody adopted him. Oh, I think Tamagotchis, I always found this might be an unpopular thing, but I found them overrated. They didn't really do anything. You fed it and then that was all you did. It was way better than having to look after an egg. Remember that, like, thing that you had to do where you had, like, an egg and you had to see if you could keep care of the egg for however long? I mean, yeah, that, that was a waste of time. At least with the Tamagotchi, you could, like, feed it properly. Right. It pooed, you could clean it up, you could play little games. The, ta- um, the Tamagotchi was so far ahead when, like, I'm, I was sitting there waiting for the, the Commodore 64 to load up. I'd stick the tape in and it'd load and I'd go play cricket for three hours. 
the Tamagotchi was instant, like it was cool stuff. Well, I'd like to just look at Bingo. Bingo has been around. I'm reading this from you, what you sent us, Ash. It's been around since 1530 and it's not been popped into the Hall of Fame yet. So maybe that's saying it shouldn't be in there. It's been around for 500 years. Yeah, because it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> and only, it, you're though. only interested Literally. in playing bingo when you're 100. Bingo. I mean, Bubs, Bubs is, isn't even keen in playing bingo yet. That's how boring <laughs> it is. <laughs> Here, wait for your swifty. Okay. Your swift right. karma's coming, lady. I'd love you. Okay, quick, give me your top three then, and then we can have our special Move on. mentions. Okay, my top three Jenga, followed by, <clears throat> oh, now I've lost it. Well, Yahtzee, mm-hmm. Tamagotchi. All right, Bubs. Uh, mine was the same, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, well, mine is not that because I think Jenga, fun, but I'd rather win something in bingo like the lottery because it's basically the lottery is set off of bingo and I'm going for that because I like playing that. Okay, so, so that's bingo. like act of bingo earning money. <laughs> bingo, Yahtzee, and what was the other one I said? Chalk. Chalk. Oh, my God, have I... <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I don't know. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. It just said disconnect. I don't know why. <laughs> you've, su- you, you've submitted. You've, you've submitted your top three. And what did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> Yahtzee, bingo. Because I thought, yeah. and then chalk and chalk and sidewalk chalk. Yep. And definitely not My Little Pony. You're quite. Auntie, the you pony. Know what? I never got into the ponies. I got into, and this is where my um, special mention gets into, the Transylvanian dolls. Do you guys remember them? No. No. No, okay. I'm not sure. No, but they're still around. You've got a kid. Tra- the Transylvanian? It sounds possessed. It's like, it's it's like, like, like a, a, it's like a doll. dolls. Don't you dare judge until you know what it is. Thank you, ladies. It's no, they're not dolls, judging, not, trying to get you, information. I saw your face, Ash. <laughs> and <laughs> that was not your normal <laughs> that was not your normal resting bitch face. That was your I'm judging you hard, your weird <laughs> face. Um, look it up. I think it's like kind of like fancy person dolls. Um, did not like Polly Pockets, did not like anything like that really. Um, Polly Pocket loved it. My favourite all-time yes. toy was Alf. You know the yes. movie, the the alien life the penis nose. Yeah, and it was a it was a little doll, and he pushed his buddy. He he, he pushed his belly, and it's, and he said, "Ooh, cats! I love cats." <laughs> we must have the, the cheap version because we had two Alf dolls. Neither of them made any sound. Really? Yeah. yeah so he pushed his belly. Must have got to your... wagen. Yeah, and slash, you probably had like a third generation one because as a I youngest did. child, you didn't get any new stuff. I didn't get anything new. No, I literally dressed as a boy until I was about ten years of age because I just got <laughs> hand me downs from my brothers. I did too. How many years between you and your brothers? Mine's like eleven and seven, so I th- I got spoiled as the only girl. So uh, no, we Georgie just got a girl. Like we were all girls. I asked for that. Then. <laughs> 
I did ask for that. I think my mum did it, handled me very well and, and, said, and said, you know what, cool, I'm going to let you be you, Ash. Don't you dare judge me for it. She did. She kept the sharp knives away from you and she gave you a bowl cut. Well done, Mrs Parker. <laughs> I asked. She didn't do I went to a hairdresser for that. Imagine <laughs> the hairdresser asking. <laughs> the hairdresser, I said, I'd like this haircut, please. She's like, are you sure? Yeah, please. I want to, I want to look like my favourite player, Sean Wren. <laughs> Mum said no clippers. She said you can't have clippers. <laughs> that was her rule. <laughs> Good rule, good rule. That was a great rule. Anyway, well, any special mentions before we move on to something that's not this? <laughs> Just, um, I like mousetrap. You've got mouse at least trap. a 10 extra joke on mousetrap. But have you looked to see what's in there? No, I haven't. I just I got carried away with my list before really doing my research. I saw it, got excited, made my own list. What's your list then? Go on. Give us your 10. Okay. Hungry Hippos, Mouse Trap, Trouble, Tamagotchi, Spirograph, Game of Life, Baby Borns, Barbie Game Everything, Polly Pocket, Mastermind. Game of Life is arguably, like, this might be controversial. It's better than Monopoly. Yes, agreed. Yeah. It's way better you can't than Monopoly. can't have a family in Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah, exactly. And you can can't go to university at Monopoly. Can go to jail in Monopoly. Yeah, you can. You can. Um, What about you, Bubs? Any special mentions? Uh, Battleship for me. Great travel game. Great travel game. Um, Good one to do with a bit of drinking as well if they hit you. There was this this, um, Space Invaders game that I had that one one person would um, play on the one end and then the other person would have to play. So in, it wasn't dual console. It was one machine and it had two sets of buttons, one on each end. And yeah. I... Space Invader. Yeah, my brothers would never play with me, so I'd always have to play by myself. But it was no. my favourite game in the world. Anyway. So you became so good with your hands. Yes, that's, so why I'm ambi- that's why I'm ambidextrous. Anyway. Got four games of sport of NRL and AFL guys on the weekend. Let's give some tips. Um, I actually dead set guys. I got all my NRL tips last week, um, which is great. Any of you guys listening? Yes. You're both looking down your phone. No. I. I feel like I'm a teacher. A... I feel like a teacher. I feel like a, a lecturer nowadays, just looking at blank. Screens with a, with a name well, on it. Well, you've got to find a way to be engaging, don't you? Well, I'd like you to give me some of your energy. All right, we're ready. We've got <laughs> NRL. Let's go with that. We've got the City Roosters up against the Canberra Raiders. Did the rabbit did the, the, the Rabbitohs win last week against the Raiders? The Rabbitohs Raiders? did win, but that's the next. The Rabbitohs didn't play the Raiders. They played the Knights. Oh, they played the Knights in there. Mm. Okay, yeah. so who are we choosing between? Sorry? Well, oh, the yeah. Roosters and the Raiders. Roosters and Raiders. Off no information whatsoever, Raiders. Yeah, would you know what? What about you, Bob? I, I'm Roosters. You're Roosters. Yeah, look, I would like to see the Roosters go out in straight sets, so I'm going to be going for the Raiders. Uh, I think it's long odds, but that's what I reckon. Then we've got Parramatta Eels up against the Sydney Rabbitohs. Eels. 
Rabbitohs. Yeah, Rabbitohs for me too. And then we're looking at the very, very great sport of AFL. We've got the Tiggy Tigers up against St Kilda, your mob. Are you going to bet with your heart or your head? Look, I'm going to do what you did last week and you go, I'm going to th- I think we're going to lose, but it was a one-point match. Like I don't think my team was that wrong. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I, I look, I want us to win, but I don't think we I said win. it in our in my market update. I said it's going to be a close match. Put Eagles 1 to 39 because I genuinely didn't think we we're going to get up, but it's a nice way to go if you bet against your team. Yeah, you win win situation. Either win, you win. Exactly. Yeah. It could be worse. You could have been like Kane Corns and said that Collingwood or whatever team was going to be just making up the numbers and then basically came out and beat Eagles. So, you know. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, Tiki Tigers up against the Saints. Now, I'd like to note that Dusty Munn, if anyone's having a punt, don't load up on Dusty for disposals or gold because. what's his name, who tags him from St Kilda, has not let him get a goal in the last couple of times they've played them. So I think just keep that in mind, punters, a little inside tip. But Tigers for me, clearly. Yeah, Tigers for me. Playing at Metricon as well, which is um, what they're after. And we've got the Kitty Cats up against the Mighty Magpies. See, I am going to actually back in the Magpies here. Me too. Because I... Don't I haven't been feeling Geelong for the last couple of weeks, to be honest, and I feel as though Magpies might be just hitting. I know they're coming back from WA, but I, I just feel as though they've got a little bit of a, a lift and they might be home and host. I think Collingwood as well. They had a good win against them last time they played them. Uh, Joel Selwood may not play with that dislocated finger. Um, Jordan mm. Dugowie kicked five against them last time um, and he kicked two influential goals during uh, this match. So He's got more He's got more to offer as well. He was quiet in that Collingwood yeah. Eagles game. He kicked two influential I, goals, but he was quiet. I think that he's got more to give and it might 100%. just come out in the Geelong game. 100%, I think he'll be up and about. Um, Pendles was quiet. I think, yep. Uh, pies for me, um, so that's giving them a good crossover with Ruzi the following week. I'm a potato, we're all potatoes. Potato segment, what do we have for everyone today? Does anyone have one? Does anyone do their job? I'm <laughs> I, that's what I was looking at before when I was looking down. I was trying to do my job late, but um, I was trying to do, do it. it. Listen, I just quickly stumbled across um, the One Day International Series is on at the moment between um, Australia and New Zealand. Australia took out the last game. If they win today, would then they take home the Rose or they retain the Rose Ball Cup. Bowl Cup. And uh, a shout-out to Meg Lanning because she's got a, uh, a century and now she's sitting number one um, on the list of fastest to 14 centuries. So she's taken 82 innings to get to 14 centuries. Uh, she's basically number one. David Warner comes in at number three, and he took 98 innings. Virat Cole is in that list. Um, so Meg Lanning doing particularly well. Well done to her. Mine, my fries, my fries go to um, at the footy, Ash Barty. In the crowd, 
celebrating uh, the Lions with a beer in her hand. Look, I'm going to give her uh, some fries. So, sorry, the the tiger. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my bad. My she was. So it's important. She's a massive Tigers fan. Yeah. So, massive. but she was in Brisbane, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I get my wise. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. And I I was thinking, look, she can have the fries because she's fucking cool. But then I'm going to give her a spud because how dare she be at the footy with a beer? But also. Some more fries because she's going to be finishing the year as number one player as well. So as well. Finishing yeah, so number one a with a beer in her hand. That's I mean, right. How cool can you be? And she's just played a golf tournament the other day. Like, she oh, won a just, golf tournament oh, the other day. What a, all, just an all-round top chick. I think it's her and I would get along well. It's weird that they didn't put the camera on me when I was at the footy with a beer in the hand and being like, oh, good, there's G Parker. Like, what a lad. Yeah, what a lad. Super weird. Two gold um, Logie. I mean, like, and there's a gold Logie Award winner, G Parker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give some fries. We love the fries. Uh, to Collingwood, but in AFLW. So they've just landed their first AFLW father daughter player. Mm. Um, I love that this this year is the year that we're really starting to get a lot of these father-daughters coming through. You only have to play one game at that club to qualify as a father-daughter and a lot of clubs are now starting to get them and that a lot of clubs have utilised it this year. But that's Tani Brown. So there's the daughter of Gavin Brown, who's a premiership player from back in the Diz, back in the 1990 premiership, was an epic player. Her two brothers also, Callum and Tyler Brown, also play at the club. So now they've got all three kids at the same club. That's amazing. Um, you know, there's a photo of them watching their dad um, when he was playing throughout the 90s and now he's joining, she's joining the AFLW, Tani Brown there. Um, and I love to see that um, because back, you know, you talk heaps of people like, oh, you've got daughters, how much does that suck? Um, and, you know, you talk about... Um, Nathan Burke um, got that a yeah. lot. Yeah, and a lot of people go, no, I'm so stoked and proud of my daughters. Erin um, Phillips, one of them, you know, her dad was a McGarry medalist in South Australia um, and they used to say to her, oh, I bet you wish you got, you had sons and she's come out and she's an absolute star. So it's great that she can now follow and be just like her brothers and follow in her dad's footsteps. Perfect. I love that. Ask your hands up like you're going to say something. Oh, no, sorry. I was just twiddling <laughs> with my pencil and I was getting, I was enthralled by your story. It was actually a really nice ending, much better than the octopus documentary. So I'm glad that we went with that. <laughs> yeah, well, PSA, go and watch it. My octopus's, my octopus teacher on Netflix. <laughs> watch it. It's 86 minutes. It's worth your time. Probably better watch that than listen to this. But if you got through this, thank you um, for joining us. If you're going to have a punt, gamble responsibly. Like, subscribe. Tell your mates. Tell your mum. Have a good weekend and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.